This is Faith. And this is Anna. And this is Let's Just Go For One, a podcast about kind of normal women talking about kind of normal things. This is our dedication to all the good feels that come from just spending even just a half hour with your bestie. All topics include celebrities, to motherhood, to marriage, to divorce, to wellness, astrology, and the latest beauty trends. Whether you're at your desk, in your car, working out, or just enjoying some alone time. Hey, Faith. Hey, Anna. Let's just go for one. is canceled to Myrtle, which is only one hurdle in this whole ordeal. My hair and nails and lashes are grown out, and I'm losing my tan now, no matter how hard I try. Every meal I make, every drink I have, all the ways to forget that I can't see my friends. The green jet midnight plane, 90s reps, is where I long to be. Haven't seen any friends or family besides just me. We're quarantined, watching Tiger King. With no sports, we are forced to watch Exotic Joe or Cuomo. According to him, there's just no telling how long this goes. Everybody is homeschooling. And we're always drooling, eating food all the time. Our kids keep saying, oh, mom, I'm so bored. But I tend to ignore, so maybe I can clear my mind. I keep lights all wipes and my hands are washed. We're wearing masks out now and gloves that we toss. My anxiety is hard to squash. What is wrong with me? Haven't seen any friends or family besides just me. We're quarantined, playing house party. And it seems like it's never gonna end, so I'm binge-watching everything. When will Netflix add some more seasons on I Miss My Friends and Family? They call to me. No one knows how long this goes. Just think how our lives are changed from COVID. One day we'll know how long this goes. Welcome to Let's Just Go For One. I mean, if only we (laughs) knew then what we know now. It has been one year since quarantine. So that is our... This is going to be our episode where we talk Happy about... Happy anniversary. Yeah. What What did you say last last episode? Shut down anniversary. Oh, yeah. I think so. Shut down anniversary. Happy Something shut down anniversary. Like yeah. It was really good. But um, this is Faith. This is Anna. And this is our podcast. Let's just go for one. I like how you gave me the, <laughs> <laughs> the body language cue to say my name. 
like I didn't get after you said this is fake. The your turn. Your, your turn. turn. Hey, say your name. Hey, you. Say your name. <laughs> so that was our song actually last year that we made on the podcast. That was all faith. That, that was all faith. That, I can't even take any credit for that. That's actually me and my daughter singing um, a quarantine song that we made. And that was our podcast quarantine song last year. You guys sounded great. I he, forgot about Tiger King. You know what? And honestly, I'll just be like collecting the money on the um replaying rights was it uh, right uh, residual check i'll be expecting my residual yes. check in the mail uh all 30 cents of it yeah <laughs> good for you and which you'll have to put towards the lawsuit <laughs> that disney will have against you for using the moana song damn so, it damn yeah. it sorry uh well sorry. anyways so make sure you guys are following us on let's just go for one on instagram and facebook and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any podcasts. We are on all the platforms that you get your podcasts on. Spotify, Anchor, Apple uh, Podcasts. Podcast, we haven't been kicked off of there yet. Stitcher. We're on. Stitcher. I forgot yeah. about that. We're also, Google Podcasts. We're also on audible.com, by the way. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. yeah. They adopted- New Mike, who dis? Yeah. What? So, yeah. Get ready. That's amazing. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave a review, especially if you're really funny. I like to read really funny reviews. Oh, yeah, because so. we're going to be picky. Mike, Just be Mike, nice. Mike Reynolds. I'm calling him out. Oh, did he write one? I don't think so. Maybe he did. But just write another one, Mike, because you're really yeah. funny. Yeah. I'm just oh, going to say so that right funny. now. So, um, happy International Astrology Day. Oh, my God. I don't know how I didn't walk in and she wasn't juggling like crystal balls and stuff. Because I literally just read it. I need an as you were playing. That. I need an entrance. I know. Uh, I know. Wow, that's huge. I know. Super now, exciting. Yeah, and it's Aries season. Oh my goodness! And also, there's something. Else. Oh, like hello, spring equinox. No big deal. Oh my gosh. This is maybe that's why all of our technical difficulties are happening. It might still just be us. <laughs> I mean, we could blame it on that stuff. I also want to let everybody know in advance, I'm still, it is still the month of March. I still have not given in and had a drink. I'm so proud of you. It's been getting harder and harder. But anyways, on this particular podcast, my drink of the podcast is ice chips. I would like to point out. Lucky you guys. (laughs) I would like to point out that Anna not only had a glass of wine prior to taping. Yeah. She's going out tonight. I mean, like, who are you and who am I? We have totally switched bodies. I know. And well, and we'll get to this when we talk about quarantine. But (laughs) I am trying to step out of my comfort zone. Yes. And going out is me stepping out of my (laughs) comfort zone. Wait, I feel like your microphone is higher than mine. Is mine not? I'm sorry. I'm having a mic issue. It. You're not actually. It's just because I tilted it up so I could sit up straighter. (laughs) Because I have to, I didn't want to hunch I'm, over. It. I'm looking like Gollum over here, <laughs> and I keep getting away from the yeah. mic. Just scooch it up. But then scooch this thing, no, he, stop. Okay, scooch it up. Oh, scooch yeah. it up. Yeah. Okay. Here there we go. go. Woo! Oh my god! Magic. Did I just get so much louder in everybody's eardrum? No. Because now I figured. No, out. it's just that you're sitting up now. Oh my god! This is so much nicer. It's life changing. How long have we had a podcast? <laughs> Yeah. Almost two years. Yeah. I just figured that out. <laughs> Perfect. It's Perfect. Great. We're on brand. 
Ah, now I'm going to get lipstick all over this piece. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it before you started, but it's already there. We actually know which mic is fakes based on yeah. the lipstick. On Listen, it. I like to I mark realize, my territory. Well, I didn't realize you like made out with a microphone. I always make out. With, I'm like Mariah Carey. Maybe I should. Yeah, Ugh, I might be less lonely. <laughs> That's fine. Um. Anyway, anyway, yeah, our drink of the podcast. Well, we're both drinking water. We're you had wine. It's fine. I'm yeah, counting. That. I did. I'm well, I mean, that. in my defense, you were a little late. So I, I was wasn't like, a little late. I was whatever. extraordinarily <laughs> rudely late. But that's fine. <laughs> it was cool. I was reading my romance novels because, again, I need to go out because I need to stop reading romance novels and create my own. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, that's okay. my goal. Oh, and I have to say this. So my friend Christy. We are talking about guys and it's like every single guy I meet, it's like, oh, yep, he's got a girlfriend or, oh, yep, he's married or, oh, "Oh, yep. Like, I mean, it's all the time. (laughs) But Christy said something that totally I was like, my mind was blown. Ready? She goes, if you can't open the door, it's not your door. Oh, wow. Like, I love that little. I think she said it a little more eloquently. Like, if that door doesn't open, it's not your door. I actually hope That's she said it, it bitchy. Like, if that door doesn't open, it isn't your door. <laughs> she didn't. Turn but... around. I think I like that better. I kind of wish, like, Teresa Judice accent was saying that to me. Hey, speaking of Teresa Judice, <laughs> you, so you've been watching New Jersey. Absolutely. What is her tagline? It doesn't even make sense. What is her tagline? Like... <laughs> Hold on. Now we have to look. Now we have to look up her tagline. I I listened. I go, what does that even mean? Oh, boy. Hold on. Are you you got it? No, no. Do you have it? No, I'm getting there. No, we I told I'm telling everyone. Anna and I have totally switched jobs. Also, you know how I always show up to all the podcasts with like pages and pages of notes. I'm looking at a blank page and Anna has a whole page of notes. So, I mean, I do. We've we've switched. We body snatchers. Oh my God. We've totally, totally switched. That is not the right one. Season, what are we in? Season 11? Are we seriously season 11? Oh no. Jesus. That's crazy. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) So her tagline is they say it's never too late to start over. I say starting over never tasted so good. Like, what? I feel like she combined sayings. She also doesn't say words correctly, kind of like me, kind of like me. She's way worse than you. She's in your oh, defense. Thank you. She's like, what did she say? Like, I'm going to blow a casket and not a gasket. <laughs> yes. Like, she does, maybe she doesn't have, she's not like a word wizard. So oh, I feel like man. that's just like the best she could come up with. It's so good. And I think Andy probably looked at her with a straight face. Yeah. Yeah, that should be your tagline. Yeah. You just you just do that. That tagline's great. Sounds good. It totally makes sense. Totally works. <laughs> so maybe it's supposed to be wrong. Yeah. It's like two bad sayings put together to make one nonsensical saying. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Um, so we wanted to take this episode to devote it other than to Teresa Judice's tagline, um, to the quarantine versary. Yeah. So we kind of thought, yeah, let's do like a little review. Now we already did like a 2020 year in review, but specific to COVID, yeah. it's been one year. In and fact, shut down my one exactly, exactly one year ago. I actually have a picture of it was the last day I worked at the salon. 
Hmm. Yeah. And I saw the post and it said good. Uh, it was like super sappy. I was like really in a bad place. <laughs> I read it and I was like, wow, that bitch needs to go to therapy. <laughs> but it's it's the salon. It hmm. says good night chair in the corner. Good night to my clients. Stay well. Good night, moon and good night. L. Oh, oh, that gave me chills. Yeah. That's super sad. And also I'm like, oh, that poor girl. She real sad. Oh. But uh, so, yeah. So hey, buckle up. Yeah. Right. Past faith. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till you see what Get comes ready. next. Um, but yeah, so that was exactly a year ago. That was March 30th, 2020. So that's crazy. Yeah. So we are exactly a year out. And yeah, we wanted to take an episode to talk about everything we've been through and everything we've gone through. Yeah. So kind of breaking up into like, let's start with the best and worst. Let's start with the worst. Okay. Let's end with the best. Okay. Um, worst things about shutdown. Oh, God. Do you have your answer? Because if you have your answer, go first. This is going to be like menu ordering. If I don't you think know I do. You want, oh, well, no, oops. I don't think I do. I mean, I didn't even bring this down to one answer. <laughs> like, I got kind of like a list. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I should have said worst parts of. Okay. Well, let's break it down, too. Okay. So, obviously, we we're affected personally mm-hmm. with family. We we're mm-hmm. affected professionally mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then we were affected podcasting so oh, yeah. we could kind of break it into those categories okay don't you are aren't you all excited that we are doing this on air with you yeah that we're <laughs> we're literally formatting our podcast with talking you. it out yeah we're transparent guys okay yeah. we don't, this is gonna be like a four-hour episode <laughs> so sorry about that um okay so starting with let's go professionally so work-wise i mean i feel like you have more to say well, I mean, we were closed, <laughs> so that was cool. Yeah, we were closed for four months. That's about it. That was cool. Um, yeah, worst. I mean, yeah, we were closed for four months. That was terrible. We never knew when we were gonna open. When we did open, we had so many limitations. Mm-hmm. Um, we're a year later, and we're still having people who still are kind of scared to come in. I feel like most people are over it now but we still have people who are like coming in they're like what's your capacity what's this like should i be doing that like wow yeah and they're checking up on you and so it's hard because we are in an industry where people have been breathing down our necks the whole time i know restaurants and bars are in the same position as our gyms Mm -hmm. um but yeah and then for whatever reason the nice happy ending to all this is we still don't qualify for a vaccine so That's also really cool because we were deemed dangerous enough to have to close our doors. Yeah. um, But not dangerous enough to get a vaccine. You know, it's not like we work with people or anything. So, like, it's cool. It's totally fine. It's cool. It's fine. fine. So, yeah, I would Um, say the worst part was definitely the um, lack of um, understanding and uh, support that we received in both in small business and as a hairdresser. And empathy. And empathy. Yeah. Um, so I think this is just Anna's personal opinion that they should have rolled out the vaccine to like, if you had to work this whole damn time, you should get a vaccine. Right. Yeah. Like, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like essential workers, including like grocery store workers and stuff. Yeah. Well, they're on the list now. They are? Yeah. Grocery oh, stores. No, literally everybody... <laughs> Except hair. Why are you guys getting blackballed? I really God. think that like Cuomo dated a hairdresser. <laughs> 
Or and she he could really just like be mad about his own hair. Yeah, experience. and he just decided he to should make really a vendetta against us. Check himself before he wrecks himself. Yeah, he's got enough shit going on right now. <laughs> Worry about yourself. Cool. Yeah, you could at least give the hairdressers a couple. <laughs> Throw us a bone. Oh, I just drooled water all over myself. Again, you're my... more like me every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's not a bad place to be. I'm just gonna say. Um, so I think how about for you professionally? Um, I got to work from home, man. That was gold. Yeah. I was pretty jazzed. I'm still working from home. I'm like, <laughs> what? No pants? Sweet. Got it. Like, and although I will say that I have been going into the office a little bit more. And when I do, I'm like, hey guys, it's like I <laughs> I feel like a debutante and like I'm re-entering society. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's great. It's like Bridgerton up in here. Oh my gosh. It's sad. <laughs> it's really sad. I'm a little worried about myself. I'm not going to oh, lie. Goodness. Because I will say though, that now like going into work, when I get home, I'm like, why am I so tired? I, it's like exhausting. Sure. And sure. I'm not working 30 hours a day like you are. So <laughs> it's weird. I'm like, what is happening to my body? Yeah. My body's like, no, <laughs> you do not have the capacity. What are your breasts being forced into right now? <laughs> well, because... I don't I don't wear a bra. That makes you feel better. You oh, know that. I was talking about my own breasts. But <laughs> it's cool. yeah, that works too. No, but I mean like I go to work every day, but yeah. I don't wear a yeah. bra. I yeah. just wear a bralette or like stickers. Well, good for you. <laughs> Some of us don't have that luxury. And not because they're huge, <laughs> because they're uneven. So <laughs> there's that. I'm just putting it all out there now. I don't care. Wait, by the way, we're tangenting because <laughs> It's us. Yeah. If you're new to the podcast, I apologize. I actually was told that our tangenty makes our podcast unlistenable. So <gasps> goodbye. Who said that? You know who said that? It happened like early on in the podcast. I don't remember. Yeah. But the tangents make it hard to listen to. So for that Got listener, it. sorry. Yeah. Um. But speaking of uneven boobs, we were talking about mom jeans and how they're into come into style. <laughs> and I said, well, what's the, I wear paper bag pants. Like I like those pants that come up nice and high waisted, uh -huh. have like a belt, a nice, a nice thick thing of elastic and then like uh -huh. some fabric on top. Uh -huh. Also, it allows me to wear cropped shirts, which I really enjoy, but have no business wearing. But if uh -huh. I wear the paper bag pants, it hides like all that stuff. And oh. I think one of my clients was like, well, paper bag pants make your, your ass look terrible and flat. And I go, well, my ass is terrible and flat, so <laughs> there's really no surprise in that. I'm actually happy that I have jeans that just work with that. Like, I'm good. Yeah. That's part of my body type. True story. So, anyways, okay. Um, I would also like to... Can we start getting away from skinny jeans? I like skinny jeans. <laughs> I know, but they're, they're not making me feel great lately. Well, they don't make you feel skinny. No. Yeah. It's like, oh, these... They should just call them compression jeans. <laughs> That's what they are. Compression jeans. Yeah. And sometimes I need compression. Yeah. You know what? You're right. And sometimes I need the paper bag waste. Um, I've become that woman who when shopping and I only buy high waisted. Yeah. And also when there is a hey butt boost and tummy tuck, I'm like, ooh, I want those. Yeah. And then I realize that my body is disproportionately shaped to fit into pants like that. Cause no. I'm like, oh, these go up to my boobs and then my butt is where my kneecaps are. So Although that's cool. 
I will say that, I mean, the higher the waist, the closer to God. Yeah, so for sure. I will just tuck my boobs right in there. And then yeah. I don't even have to wear a bra. Yeah. You know what? It should just in. be like a onesie. Yeah. Just like a onesie jean that goes up to yeah. the boobs. And then they're just jeans from there down. Yeah. I bet yeah. you if I wore my old maternity jeans, I could get them that high up. Yeah. And it could be like, it's like a maxi dress, but it's like jeans. <laughs> oh, my jaxi. God. It's a jaxi. <laughs> And just so you guys know, if you want to know what this has to do with COVID, this is where we're at. Okay. (laughs) The Jaxi, the Jean Maxi. Listen to me. This, we just manifested this. And some some son of a bitch is going to (laughs) make millions and millions of of dollars that go up over your boobs. Jaxi. Jaxi. Oh my God. I just put a little cardigan over and then it's work ready. And then you're all good. (laughs) Or a blazer. Blazer. Casual. I'm going Jaxi. to go the Jaxi two X's is Jaxi very- and an I and I yes. absolutely and oh I. my God yeah. as soon as you leave I'm going to see if I have maternity pants upstairs yeah we're going to wear Jaxi's oh my God <laughs> this is amazing or I will just straight up order maternity pants right now I actually I have a pair of jeans that I could probably Jaxi with later I'll yes I'll send you while you're out with your cool plans I'm going to send you a picture of me and my Jaxi I mean like I said my cool plans could very well turn into me taking a nap on the couch and waking up at one. I really need you to take one for the team and stick to your cool plans <sighs> for both of us. It's just I for don't both have, of us. I don't have any Jaxies to wear. <laughs> I can't go out. It's not right. God, God, I love Jaxies. Oh, this is so great. <laughs> we should really look into this. Yeah. I feel like this could be where we make our money. Not then, the podcast. <laughs> then our podcast is going to be huge. Like, yes. did you know the Jaxie girls? Oh my God, the Jaxie girls <laughs> turned the podcast. podcast. <laughs> Oh my God. If anybody has maternity pants that they want to try this on (laughs) and send us a photo, please do. Mike Reynolds, we're looking at you. Yes. (laughs) Get those maternity pants on, damn it. Okay. So, anyways, obviously, another worst of COVID is that we lost our fucking minds. Yeah. That just happened. Yeah. It sure is. Yeah. I do know how much money I've paid in therapy over the past year. That's. And this is still where I'm at. Yes. Great. Yeah. Good times. Cool. Um, I don't, I don't even remember what the hell we were talking about. The best and worst. Oh, all right. Come out That's of just, I mean, homeschooling wasn't great. Yeah. Homeschooling shitty. Still not going that great. Yeah. I did. So a lot. that's consistent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's consistent. Well, it was so funny because I'm in like a group text with these moms. I don't know why they don't lose my number. I clearly <laughs> I clearly don't agree with anything that they ever say. Mm. But yet someone has decided to keep me in this text, even though nobody likes what I have to say. So again, this group mom text comes out and they're like, did you hear the kids might go back five days a week? Oh my goodness. My son, first of all, he's not going to be able to get up all five days. They're all talking about how five days a week is terrible. I, I wrote word for word, I don't think I'm even going to slow the car down to drop their asses <laughs> off at school. <laughs> Cannot wait. And then oh I put God. a meme of someone in dirty pajamas drinking champagne stumbling around their house. Oh, my God. And I was like, that's where I'll be. And then nobody answered because, again, I don't belong on this group text. I'm going to take all of my vacation days the week that that happens. I'll tell you what. If it happens in March, I'm going to be drinking in March. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, I mean, it won't happen in March, but yeah. I'm just saying. Realistically, we got like like that. I'm gonna actually declare a holiday. Level. Yeah, that's a holiday. I might take Amazing. a day off work. Yes. I mean, I might have to go make some jacksies. <laughs> I'm gonna walk around my house in my jacksies. Oh my god. Wine. Cricket the jacksies. <laughs> oh my. God. This is the best. You know what? This we're gonna we're gonna pivot the subject <laughs> matter of this podcast and only the jacksie. <laughs> This is an entire infomercial for Jaxie's. First of all, you know, Lexi from Blush listens to all of our episodes. Oh, so great. So I feel like if someone can manifest this with us, they came out with their own clothing line. Yes. We're going to have to team up, Lexi, and we're going to have to make... Let's just go for Jaxie's. I I mean, I'm already going to look at changing the name of our podcast. (laughs) Jaxie's. Okay. This is so great. I can't get over how terrible the name is. Terrible and perfect. (laughs) Terrible and perfect. Awesome. Oh, my God. Awesome. Okay. So great. I can't even. This took a turn. Okay. Yeah, it sure did. So anyways, (laughs) the hard lessons we learned in COVID. We all need Jaxie's. I think think that this goes with um, one of the best things of COVID is that it's really the little things that makes such a difference now. Mm-hmm. It's so great. It's mm-hmm. so great. I'll tell you the best thing that came out of COVID for me. Yeah. Not to get mushy, but I'm going to get a little mushy for like a hot second. My circle of people in my life got exponentially smaller, but the people who I do have in my life, my relationships singularly with each individual grew exponentially bigger. That was a lot of big words. Yeah. Good job. This is what happens when I don't drink. Oh. I have a vocabulary. (laughs) (laughs) I think that is so true. Yeah. My circle got smaller, but Mm -hmm. the people who are in my life, I went from being like friends or acquaintances to like, if I could get married again, I'd have 20 made of honor. It's not really 20. My circle got smaller, but I'd have like people in my life now who mean so much more to me that prior to COVID, we were not as close of friends. Um, Amber Clausen comes to the top of my list because her and I were friends and our kids Mm -hmm. are friends and I love her and we would do things together. And, you know, I have nothing bad to say, but COVID hit and her and I were one of the few of me, you and her, where Mm -hmm. we would drop off things, see each other. Our kids would still get together like almost every other day. And then when we were doing the homeschooling, since I was unemployed, her son would come to my house. So I would see her constantly and we it got to the point where we had a phone call every single day. Aww. And then there was like one day that went by and I was like, I called her the next day. I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> are, I didn't is hear everything okay? You. We went one whole day without talking. She's like, I know. <laughs> and now like we are in a pattern where we talk every single day. I love that. Which is crazy. But I love that. Yeah. So um, the people in my life, that I am close with now, I feel like the bond is so much closer because mm-hmm. it's not based on going out for drinks and doing this. And cause you know, as a, as an adult, you have a library of friends, right? right? Right. And you have different friends that you go to for different things. And the people that are really close to me right now are people that maybe were in different categories that now I just consider like really good friends to me. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. And I think that it has been, really eye-opening. I think that not just the quarantine, but so many like huge 
like topics have come to the forefront. Right. So I feel like that in addition to the quarantine has really like people have shown their true colors. And I think that because of that, like we've been able to be like, oh, okay. You know (laughs) how like when they say like, okay, a relationship doesn't fail once that couple's on a reality show. Mm -hmm. It's just that the reality show will find any cracks in that relationship and wedge that open. Mm -hmm. I feel like our entire world was just on a reality show for a year. Yeah. Because not only did shit hit the fan, but then any little issue going on. Yeah. Like the cracks. Yeah. In our world. Yeah. Got like they like Grand Canyon. Oh, like everything. One thousand. Everything. Everything that's that was any issue is now huge. And everybody had an opinion about it. Yeah. And yeah, that that I think was really eye opening. And I certainly don't want to get negative because I think it's a lot of people. It's really easy to get negative about a lot that came has come out and it continues to. Right. The ugliness of the world has like spewed out. Oh, Jesus. Um, You know, and I just wish there was a more shared space for people that have different opinions, because mm-hmm. I think that most normal people live their life in a way to try to just be a good person, mm-hmm. not most normal normal people do but there's a lot of extremists that have come out on both sides uh yeah um but i just think that like that definitely severed a lot of ties relationships it opened up the cracks of a lot of things and um i mean we're still kind of dealing with the aftermath of all of that if i could say the worst phrase that has come out of quarantine other than people using bandwidth to describe themselves and, and like, I don't have enough bandwidth. Like you are not a machine. Stop it. Um, but the phrase people are too sensitive makes me want to throat punch everybody who says that. I think people are too close minded. I think people need to become more self-aware. How about that? Yeah. Because you know what? Shit that you're saying that has hurt other people. You need to understand that. It's not that they're being sensitive. It's that you didn't even consider how someone else who is different from you may view that. Yeah. That's what it is. And it's not, it's coming at you from all sides on every issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every, every single issue that has come up and it's, it's every issue because not only was it COVID, but it was an election year Mm -hmm. and it was just, I mean, everything that could have come up, even how this disease was handled was politicized, even though everyone says it wasn't. Well, I'm sorry, politicians say it wasn't, but it was. And everybody has an opinion about everything. And like you said, the. So also (laughs) typical of us is I almost got us cut off. So we had to stop the last segment abruptly before anchor stopped us. And then we started talking during the break and we can't remember where we left off and neither one of us wants to go back and listen to it. So So goodbye to all of our listeners at this point who are like, these girls are, this is bullshit. I mean, whatever. (laughs) Last week I was the voice of a first time listener. I know this This week week, I'm going to be the voice of a bitter listener. I love this. Yeah. I can't wait for next time. These girls don't even know what they're talking about. Do they? Do they even know anything? I thought they were podcasters. Get out of here. They've been doing this for almost two years. How? (laughs) 
there was a really good topic we just ended on that I can't remember. We started talking about furniture. Yeah. I'm looking for and Jazzy's. We also looked to see if Jazzy's was trademarked. So Jaxie's. Yeah. Jazzy's sounds so much more fun though. <laughs> and Jazzy jeans. Oh my god. Oh, you guys. I wish you understood. We are pure marketing gold right now. I can't even remember the name of our own company we just created. <laughs> Let's just go. So for you Jazzy. know I definitely <laughs> don't remember what the hell we were just talking about. <laughs> Okay, back to COVID. Uh, okay. Whatever. So some of the other worst things that happened was the 15 pounds I put on during COVID. I mean, we already talked about that, though, right? I, I mean, I know, I'm but still, I'm, still, I'm still not happy with it. I'm still going strong at 18. Yeah. <laughs> Although I have lost some weight, so it's not 15 anymore. I'm super excited for you. But I'm going to go on spring break and probably gain all 15 back. Well, I just want to say, though... <laughs> Isn't that a lesson of, ah, oh, damn alcohol? Yeah, for You're sure. The pits. Yeah, because I really didn't do anything different except not drink. Yeah. Because I work out like six days a week. Right. And I eat pretty well because I'm allergic to everything that tastes good. Right. And so, yeah, it's pretty much just the alcohol. Blame hmm. it on the uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so great. anyways, ah, okay. still bitter, but um, getting over it. Uh, I don't even what else is it in your notes. Well, so I made a topic called lessons learned. This was going to be like a poignant. <laughs> Listen, we did not discuss any of this. <laughs> You came in with a blank sheet of paper. Late. I just took, so, yeah, like uh, 45 minutes late. And we, not to mention, man, she was fired up and it was, I'm not, I don't My like. My eyelash was coming off. Yeah. I don't like that you were fired up, but you are so funny when you're fired up because like you're such a happy person. So when you're fired up, it's like, this is great. Yeah, a lot of people great. say that, actually. It's so great. Someone just said that in a group message. They're like, oh, I love when Faith gets feisty. Yeah, <laughs> it's so great. It's so great. Um, okay, so I made a, a column of, like, lessons learned. Okay. So maybe we should just skip to that. Yeah, let's this go. This is going to be three hours long. <laughs> let's go lessons learned. So lessons learned about being a mom. Okay. So during COVID, I was pretty much on my own here because Josh had to work the whole time. And I was working from home and with the kids all the time. And I will say that I saw parts of myself that I really did not like. And I think it was hard to, I mean, whenever you start to become more self-aware of what you're doing, it's always more challenging to be like, okay, I know I shouldn't do that. But then it's that whole changing that behavior that is really hard. Like I'm a yeller. That's sure. It's just how it's how I was raised. Like you just yell, whatever. Right. So and I guess grand scheme of things, that's not the worst thing to be, but it's also not the best when you're my kids and I'm yelling at you all the time. So I think that just for me, it was really like looking at how I behave as a mom and how I behave towards them and how some of the things I was doing was really hurting them more than helping them. So it's been like this evolution. I still yell sometimes. And every time I do, I'm like, sorry, I didn't mean to yell. 
And now it's at the point where I don't even yell. And they're like, why are you yelling? I'm like, I didn't even raise my voice. Like, this is so hard. (laughs) Um, But I think this has really challenged relationships with kids and parents because now it's like all the time. And listen, my kids, I do not do well with homeschooling because my kids don't listen to anything I say. (laughs) And I'm pretty confident I'm not the only parent that this happens to. So for me, it was like, okay, they are children. So it's up to me to come into this with a different attitude. It's up to me to step up and be able to help them cope in a way, because like my youngest has been really struggling with this. He wants to go to school every day. He doesn't want to be here. Yeah. He wants to go see his friends. He wants to go play. And like now things are slowly like opening up and stuff. It's, it's, Like, thank God for that because it's so hard. He was legit. Jude is totally like an old man. And we are in the car and he goes, when am I going to get a vaccine? And I go, well, here's the thing. He goes, that's not fair. I'm like, no, I totally get that, dude. I totally get that. Yeah. Um, But I think for me, what, and I think that other parents may have, um, I think this will resonate with people, which is why I want to talk about it. I think as a parent, we try to teach our kids right from wrong, good from bad, how to be good people. And we also kind of teach them how to be like us, essentially, Mm -hmm. right? Sure. So when we have kids who want to be their own people, as they should, because that's the point, right? Right. It's hard when you have a child that isn't what you expected. Absolutely. And I think that when we start to kind of change, uh, not our narrative, but our uh, perspective of our kids are their own people. And the more that we recognize that and the more that we give them the space and the freedom to become those people the better the relationship is. Yeah. Because think about, you know, when you were growing up, whenever you did something that your parents were like, why would you do that? Don't do that again. That's not how we behave. Like, I mean, I heard that a lot. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, okay. But as I get older, I'm like, hey, like this is who I am. Right. And that's essentially what our kids are doing is they're trying to figure out who they are while they're, next to us 24 seven. Yeah. Under our control, because at least when they go to school or go with their friends or go to their activities, they have those moments of freedom where they can feel like they can actually be who they want to be. Because let's face it, you don't always feel super free to be exactly who you are around your parents, even as adults, you know? Yeah. So kids feel the most free or at least can explore the realm of their freedom or push their limits sometimes when they're not with you sometimes also when they're with you too but they don't get that far right but that's kind of where they get that ability to learn more about themselves and when they're at home they're just under your thumb so they're just learning the things you want them to learn about themselves yeah and not really experiencing it on their own so i think that put a whole nother kind of dimension of stress on a relationship. And <clears throat> while you were talking, I was not being rude, but there was something I wanted to look up because yeah. it really spoke to me. Yeah. So are you done with your thought? Though? I, am, I yeah. don't want to. Yeah. Thank you interrupt. for asking. So, um, <clears throat> no, right over there? no, I don't know. <laughs> COVID. COVID. Um, so I talking about parenthood and 
God knows, as I said, when my kids can go back to school, I'm doing a slow roll and I'm <laughs> celebrating. I'm going to put off fireworks out of my car because, no, it has not been easy. But what's really funny is I am like a soup. If you couldn't tell, I'm kind of a control freak. I'm kind of <laughs> OCD. I'm kind of like very on top of things. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it is because I had kids very young. Mm-hmm. So I've always been like very like no one's ever going to look at you until you were raised by a young mom. So I'm like, you better have manners. You better be this. You better be this. Like, right. I'm like very, we project our own shit on them all of the time, all the time. And I'm super strict with my kids. Yeah. And I was the mom who like Keely went to middle school for you know, the three years, sixth, seventh, and eighth. And I'd walk to the end of the driveway, even in like negative 30 weather and watch her walk to the corner. And she's like, you can wait in the house. I'm like, I can't see you. I need to see you physically get on the bus for me to be okay with my yeah. life. And at the time she wasn't carrying a cell phone on her. Like she had mm-hmm. one, but she wasn't bringing it to school. Mm-hmm. So like I couldn't track her on life 360. Like I was just like, I don't, I don't know. I need to see you, you know? And she's like, mom, no other parent does that. I'm like, I don't care. It takes eight seconds for you to go in the back of someone's trunk. I'm watching you walk <laughs> to the corner, right? <laughs> so what's funny is with COVID, so obviously now I'm back to work and my husband's working. He has a new job, so he's gone all the time. My kids are home alone a lot. It's like, yeah. And we've lost most areas like where we had some childcare. My parents would come up and things like that. My parents had to wait a long time to get vaccinated. His parents are dealing with things in their own personal life. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just we've had less help. Yeah. You know, we have the support and emotional support, just physical, less help. Yeah. Because people couldn't be around. Same. So um, it's funny because I went from being the mom who, like, could not let my daughter walk to the corner without seeing her to being like, I'm at work and I'm tracking them on Life 360 and my kids are just all over the neighborhood showing up at people's porches. <laughs> mom, can I go here? Yep. Yep. Just send me a text when you get there. So it's funny because this girl that I follow on Facebook posted this post and it was like two columns and it said moms now versus moms then. Okay. Mm -hmm. So moms now. Okay. The list says that word is inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Or good job trying one bite of the dinner I made. Now you can have the mac and cheese or I can see you're upset. Take a deep breath and use your words. Or you can't walk around the block by yourself. I'll drive you. Text me when you need a ride back. Or I packed your lunchbox with almond butter on whole grain, kale chips, and organic smoothie. <laughs> right? So it's saying like mom's then. Mm-hmm. Well, what's funny is I read this and I go, oh my God, that's me pre-COVID yeah. and this is me post-COVID. So the other column, which they call mom's then, is actually me as a mom now, mm-hmm. because COVID forced me to lose the, the control that I had. Right. So moms now, or at least me now during COVID, instead of saying that word is inappropriate, mm-hmm. says, say that again. And I'll wash your mouth out with soap. <laughs> and then the other one is you'll eat what I make, whether you like it or not. There are starving children in the world. I have said that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You better stop crying or I will really give you something to cry about. Oh, my God. Said that. You want to go out? Take your bike. Be home before dark. Don't bother me. Said that. <laughs> take a brown bag with a sandwich and Wonder Bread. Grab a Twinkie and Hawaiian Punch too. Also, your lunch is free. <laughs> Said all those things, and I'm like, that's me post COVID. I've turned into like this 1950s mom. That's like, you know what? I have to give you the freedom. And I mm-hmm. will tell you, my kids have gotten more resourceful because I'm not around to do everything for them. Yeah. 
Um, so it's been a little freeing and the moments that my relationship is actually better with my kids is when we both have freedom. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And the moments that my relationship isn't is when I nitpick and micromanage them. Yeah. So, I mean, that has been a lesson for me for sure. It's with the parenting. I'm just like, you know what? We're going to fucking figure this out. Yeah, exactly. And we're in it together. You want to go outside? Go ahead. I actually saw my kids like be creative outside (laughs) playing in the snow. And I was like, what have I done this whole time? I mean, we let Kennedy and Max meet the other day on Main Street. Yeah. Yeah. Max is like, I'm going to go for a bike ride. I go, see you later. Wear your helmet. Yeah. Ken's like, I'm going to mainstream. Like, you need money? She's like, no, I took out my piggy bank. I'm like, cool. Bye. Oh, that's nice. The only reason why I knew is because Max was like, can I have money? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck? I think my kids actually, I'll tell you a funny thing that's happened because of COVID. Yeah. I think my kids think we're like poor people now (laughs) because I wasn't working. And when I wasn't working, my kids were like, mom, everything's going to be okay. Because I was like, I don't know. Like, what if I don't, you know, because I was worried. And then yeah. I lost my job again right before Christmas. And I was worried about money. Mm-hmm. So clearly my kids caught on to that. Right. And let me just preface this by saying we were fine. I was just worried about a lack of money coming in, mm-hmm. you know, but like we, we were okay. Um, But I think my kids were like really concerned. So ever since like things have gotten back to normal, my kids don't ask me for money anymore. <gasps> They're like terrified too. Oh my God. Kennedy asked me for money for new AirPods or not AirPods. She gets like the J lab ones. They're not like the hundred dollar ones. I got a pair you can have. Oh yeah. She, she needs new ones cause she <laughs> broke hers. Um, and, and she was like, mom, is it okay if, um, I get money for new AirPods and Keely's like, we just went through COVID. You can't ask mom for money. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's kind of sweet. I think I'm just going to keep like living in yeah. this like we're no, poor yeah. thing for a little while. Definitely don't. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to burst that bubble. I'm Thank like, you. Yeah. I'm going to like Kristen Wiig on the plane. Like, help me. I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> like if it gets my kids to stop asking me for money, I'm actually okay with that. Right? Yeah. Oh, it's so great. Yeah. Um, Speaking of that, Jude is also concerned about this. <laughs> and it's because he goes, "Um, are we poor? I go, no why and he's like i just i see other people and they have i go like giant houses and really fancy cars he's like yeah i go we're not poor but we're not like loaded and go oh no oh i thought you were gonna say something so um one thing so like i said i'm looking for a couch right our couch is like over 20 years old and just over covid has really taken a beating (laughs) So before it was totally fine over COVID. It could have lasted like another five years. Sure. I mean, COVID aged everything. It really everyone. Yes. Yes. And so it's really taken a beating. And he's like, it's just, you know, we need a new couch and stuff. So like if somebody comes over and they see our couch, I was like, well, first of all, that's your fault because you guys (laughs) jump all over it. But whatever. But I go. It's just people spend money on different things, Jude. I go, I think you guys are super important. So I'd rather spend money on you or Amazon and (laughs) (laughs) then get a new couch. Now, the truth behind this is I cannot make a decision on what kind of couch to get. (laughs) And then I finally made a decision and I went to purchase it and it was sold out. 
Oh, and it's not coming back in until May. Well, next time Jude comes over, I'm going to be like, Jude, is your mom still collecting pennies for you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to like lean into that. I'm just going to like play it up because if he talks to Kennedy, we are like, God, yeah, we are like a Christmas carol. We're like the Cratchits over there. Oh, my God. It's so funny. And then it was so funny because, well, um, spoiler alert. Well, I don't know if I want to talk about this on air, but now I am. I'm getting a new car because <gasps> Keely's going to be a licensed driver and I need her to have a car. So my kids aren't gallivanting around the neighborhood by themselves. Um, and I've worked very hard my whole life and I'm getting my car that I've really I've always taken like whatever car like yeah. I've never been. I'm not a car person. Mm-hmm. Clearly, even when I went to pick out the car that I know I've always wanted my whole life, I was mm-hmm. like, I just care about the color. And the leather seats. I'm such a girl. But um, I am at a point. I'm like, okay, I'm in my late 30s and I can finally buy the car I've always wanted my Yay. whole life. And I'm very proud of myself for that. But anyways, I got the notice that the car is going to be coming. Um, Not till June, but mm-hmm. it's coming. And Kendi's like, wait, you you bought that? I go, yeah. She's like, so are we poor? And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> damn it. Now we are blowing up my- the dream, <laughs> blowing it up. Oh man! So they'll be asking me for things again, like tomorrow. I love. I'm that. sure they're they're gonna do it. Um, I'm not getting a new car, but I'm getting a new roof. Oh, <gasps> I think that's better. <laughs> it's so exciting, right? First of all, and I think you're like rich because I'm like Anna. Like I don't. You guys can't see Anna's house, but like Anna has a fucking beautiful house, Thank huge you. ass yard. I know what you pay in village taxes because I'm in the village and I all the time am like, if Dan and I get in a divorce, like I would have to live in a box. No, you like, wouldn't because you purchased your house before the big boom in the village, just oh, like I did. True, But I'm yeah. just like, oh, my God, like I could not afford a house on a single income or I'd have to downsize our Cape Cod house. <laughs> So I'm like, I don't know how Anna, I'm like, Anna is rich. I, I'm just going to tell Jude you're rich next time. Uh, I'm actually going to change the narrative. I'm definitely not. <laughs> um, definitely not. And especially not after this roof goes up. So <laughs> there's that. There's going to be no Grange in my future <laughs> for a very long time. But thanks, New York State and federal taxes. Um, <laughs> we can ride around in my new car and pretend yeah, we are. It's totally, we're going to totally cruise. In our old duty. Navy outfits and our cool car. <laughs> We're going to cruise for dudes. Yeah. Old Navy. I may be target at this point. Although let's be honest, I'm there anyway. Yeah. So it's cool. <laughs> um, okay. So another thing that I put in lessons learned was unlearning things. Ooh, right. Good. Yeah. So not only about others, but also about myself. So I think a lot of us have really kind of taken a deep dive, hopefully have taken a deep dive into um, things that we believed to be true and what is actually true. And this goes back to that whole people are too sensitive thing. Like, uh, they're not too sensitive. Maybe we just need to become a little more self-aware of what actions we are displaying and how that actually makes other people feel rather than thinking like, oh, you're just, you're, you're too sensitive about that. Like, no, maybe you are acting from a place of white supremacy, which I'm talking for myself, not for you, obviously. Um, (laughs) but I think that it's just been really infuriating to see people not be accountable for their actions and not understand like how 
this is not okay anymore. It's like the same thing when the Me Too movement, I mean, two different things, obviously. Sure. But like when the Me Too movement came out and you would hear women be like, oh my God, I used to get groped all the time. What's the big deal? Like, uh, the big deal is you used to get groped all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's the same thing when we talk about race. Mm-hmm. Like, this is insane. Right. Like, just because we're desensitized to it. Yeah. Doesn't mean that it's okay. We have to remind ourselves. Everyone needs that reminder that, like, hey, guys, like, it's been doing it. We've been doing this for a long time this way, but it's not working. So yeah. we have to relearn things. Yeah. And unlearn what we used to think was okay. And I guess for me, I'm like... I can't understand why people can't see that things done a hundred years ago are not applicable anymore. Like, hello, it's a completely different world now. We still have a monarchy. Oh my God. We (laughs) still have an institution. (laughs) I mean, like, obviously people are not fond of change. I mean, you say that, but then instantly in my mind, as you say that, I'm like, well, church, that hasn't right. changed. Yeah. Monarchy, that mm-hmm. hasn't changed. There's mm-hmm. a lot that does not change that are standing institutions. I feel like people somehow find comfort in history. And I think a lot of it has been people holding on to the past and people showing the progression into the future. Yeah. And I think both of those things, for whatever reason, are just smashing heads together right now. And it's like that... Um, this whole idea of like, if it ain't broke, like, oh, it's broke. Our world is broke. It's real broke. Like, I don't care what side of anything you stand on. I think every single person from every angle agrees that this world is a little not great right now. No. Yeah. Oh, we, my God. We have to make some major changes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, it's so disappointing to see. And I think that the only thing we can do, we can't change other people. We can't change how other people react to things or respond to things, but we can certainly change ourselves. Yeah. And be accountable and self-aware. And I don't care how you were grown up or how you were, whatever, how you were raised. I don't care how you grown up. (laughs) I don't care how you were raised. I think there's always an opportunity to separate yourself from that and see, okay, what part do I play in this? Well, I think it's it just goes back to the basic of like, you know, there's what happens to you, right? There's right. The things that happened to you. Yeah. And then there's what you do and what your reaction is to what happens to you, right? Some people, I mean, this isn't COVID. This is just in life. Some people... Right tend to use certain things that have happened to them as a crutch, as an excuse, Mm -hmm. as, you know, Mm -hmm. which is fine, which is everyone's way of coping. And that's the other thing is a lot of this is coping. Mm -hmm. You know, you literally, our whole world was going through a traumatic event at the exact same time. People were affected personally, professionally, um, you know, monetarily, financially, health wise. um, And everyone was going through that. And then on top of it, we had like these like gigantic bludgeons of problems that have existed in this world for hundreds of years right. that are kind of regurgitating to the surface mm-hmm. that we all now need a new opinion on. And then coming in on like a fucking surfboard is the election. <laughs> so it's like it was layers and layers and layers of 
just bad shit that's piled up. And I really feel like right now I'm still in a little bit of a hangover from all of that. Right. You know, we're still dealing with the fallout of a lot of these things and, and none of it's gone away. It's just people are trying to figure out how people are doing the work on themselves right now. But it, it, I think it was just all of that happening at one time. Mm-hmm. It just was terrible. It was terrible. Agreed. Agreed. But I think it's up to us to learn those lessons. And if you're white, I'm talking to you. Because that's pretty much what what's going on here. So and if you're offended by that, that means you should do more work. So just throwing <laughs> that out there. Um, do you want to hear the lesson I learned about myself? Oh, please. <laughs> I really like doing hair. <laughs> That's what I learned. I, I'll tell you what, um, taking everything out of my life when I had to with COVID made me really understand that I really like the life I have. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the words that comes to mind that I think I struggle with, I think a lot of people struggle with. Um, I mean, my biggest struggle in life is balance, but I would say one of the other things I struggle with is contentment, right? Mm -hmm. Of just being content with what you have, not focusing on what everyone else is doing, what everyone else has, like Mm -hmm. being content. And, you know, I've worked so hard as we talked about earlier of like, even having what I have in my life today is nothing short of a miracle because I wouldn't think I would have had that when I was like 20 and pregnant, Trust me, I did not think <laughs> I would be where I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't think I'd be married. I didn't think I'd be, you know, I like stable in any way. Like, <laughs> I just thought my life was going to be like a garbage dumpster of a mess, like a dumpster fire. Um, so there's a lot that like I've always realized that like I've been working hard to have the things I have right now. And then when COVID hit and I had so much taken away from me, I realized how much I just, I didn't want more. I just wanted what I had. Mm -hmm. And it's given me like, I, I love my job. I love who I work for. I love what I do. Now don't get me wrong. It is a job. (laughs) It has good days and bad days, Mm -hmm. but it made me have a true contentment for like everything I have in my life and the people I have in my life. And Mm. it kind of eliminated me always wanting more. I want more for myself in different ways than I wanted more for myself prior to COVID. Right. I totally agree. You know, I want more for myself in ways with my children or personal relationships or growth for myself Mm. or, but not, it's not things. Although I did just talk about I am gay new car. So I guess it's it's a little thing. This bitch <laughs> is a superficial hypocrite. But um, <laughs> see, I'm the voice of that listener. Mm. But um, mm-hmm. but I do. I will say that it has helped me. I've I've found myself being content. You know, right. I'm working again. I'm happy about it. You know, I appreciate so much more. I appreciate very simple things now. And I think learning to be content with what I had was something that I was always reaching for the next thing. Like I've hit this status mark now to get to this next day. I need a bigger house. I need this. I need this. And you're reaching and you're reaching and you're reaching. Now, don't get me wrong. I would love to have other things or if a bigger house is in my future, that's great. But like I'm if nothing changes in my life and this is my life for the next 20 years, as far as like job, house, 
Um, like those kind of basic standard things. I'm not talking about emotional. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about those things that you would quote unquote, see of your neighbors and measure them up. Right. If that never changes, right. I'm fine. I'm actually good. I'm actually, I love what we have. I can afford what we have Mm -hmm. and we live a good life. Mm -hmm. And I want to create bigger parts of my life. I want to spread out in other ways. I want to fucking travel the world. I know everybody does right now, Yeah. but I'm really feel. I want to, I want to expand my knowledge. I want to expand cultures. I want to expand my relationship with my children in new and different ways. Right. I want to expand that way. I want to take a left turn. And if we stay in our house and we have that, I'm good. Mm-hmm. If we end up moving or if we end up changing something, that's awesome. But I don't need that to feel contentment. So for me, that has been something that I've juggled with in the past. And mm-hmm. I, I think that I've gotten to a really good place with it. And it makes me so happy. I think that's really nice. I think that's so great. Just having that kind of contentment. And I think that when you're kind of forced into that situation of like having everything kind of stripped away, that it really does like open up the doors of gratitude. Yeah. I'm like, I just want to go to work at my job where I love my coworkers and I love my boss. Yeah. And I love like 99.9% of my clients. (laughs) I'm like, I just want to go and do hair. And then like my, so for those of you who don't know, my kids loathe, loathe when I do their hair. They don't Mm -hmm. like me touching their hair. They don't like me brushing their hair. They don't like me. you're a little bit aggressive. Wow. <laughs> so my kids just don't like me doing the hair. They think the fact that their mom is a hairdresser, they pick like the shortest straw in the bunch. Ah, oh, they, they just that have has no appreciation. To feel like right. So, so then here I am. You move in here, man. Oh my god. So then during COVID, I'm like getting the itch. I'm like, hey, does anyone want to braid today? <laughs> hey, I'm what? And then I started watching. I started doing so much online education yeah. for hair. While I was on break. And then what did I want to do? Everybody's hair. I was like, can I do this one new fishtail thing I learned? I'm like, when we can do weddings again, I want to practice and up to. My kids were like, no, leave us alone. I'm uh, like, I just, I just want to do hair. Uh, so I I'm made sorry. me, made me realize that I'm in exactly the job I'm supposed to be in. That's so great. So, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. I think kind of going on with um, what you were talking about, about contentment is this whole like acceptance thing where we obviously had no control right. over anything that was really happening. So I think that for me, it was a lot about like, okay, so now we're, I know that people dated during this whole thing. I did not mainly because I felt so like, drained by the end of every day between working and then um, like having the kids all the time and stuff like it was just a lot. Um, But I have to say that I'm so grateful that I had this time in space alone, but with my kids, but like just to be alone, right? Just to like, and I feel like it gave me an opportunity because we couldn't really do things to like enjoy that time alone. So like when I didn't have my kids, on every other weekend, I would literally just spend it in silence or like right. by myself, just like doing whatever or we podcasted. Right. Like, but it was never about like, I didn't want to go anywhere. Like going to Wegmans was seriously my going out, mm-hmm. which I still enjoy. So I just want to point that out. 
but like, but that was it. It was just all of this time alone with myself. And I'm like, you know what? I kind of like myself. Like, and I was listening to a podcast and, um, she, the woman who was hosting it had said like, having a partner isn't supposed to be, it's like when you go out to dinner, having a partner, isn't your meal. You are your meal. Having a partner is like, oh, maybe I'll have that after dinner cordial. Like, it's like the icing on the cake. It's not the whole cake. It's just an added bonus. And I think that because I was able to have that time by myself to really kind of reflect on like, what is Anna like? What does Anna want to do? Like, it was just, it was really nice. And I really am so grateful for it. And I feel like at this point, like now I know exactly what I want and I know exactly what I don't want in a partner. And when it happens, then I'll be like, cool, let's do this. And if it doesn't happen for a while, then it doesn't happen for a while. That's fine. But I mean, also been very hard for you to meet someone with a mask on. (laughs) Oh, still true. Still true. Still true. It's like drunk goggles for men. Yeah, exactly. But I think that like, because I was able to kind of, so now I can see because I had so many things removed. Now I can be more selective about what I'm bringing back in. Yeah. And I think that, you know, choosing things where I'm like, hell yeah, I want to do that. And instead of things where I'm like, oh God, I don't want to do that. Like, I'm just, I'm just not going to do it. Right. Right. Like, I feel like that's just where I am right now. So I think that this quarantine also kind of gave people a case of the fuckets. Yeah. Where it's like, <laughs> hey, True. you want to do this? You want to do this? Like, no. Yeah. And I, I don't really It care also gave other... people the power to say no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And not feel guilty about it. And yeah. you know, I'm a yeser. Yeah. And I say no now. See? And it feels nice. It does feel nice. Yeah. Like sometimes you just got to say no and mm-hmm. put yourself first. I also will say when I do say yes, and if it's for plans for going out, I order a shit ton of clothes <laughs> for the one time I get to go out because I get so excited about it. <laughs> it's so funny. It's just my that other. So I will say that I'm not um, drunk buying Instagram ads as much. Hey, that's exciting. But that's just March. That's not COVID. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Because <laughs> I'm right. not drinking. Yeah. Um, I'm still buying things to help my body. Yeah. So there's I mean, that. Yeah. But I really appreciate that. And I think that was huge. I couldn't imagine how you did it on your own, all of COVID. But I think you're totally right. I'm like coming out of it. She's going to know exactly what she wants and exactly oh, what she doesn't. Yeah. And it's just like, it. there's not, again, it's like unlearning things, right? So it's like unlearning this tradition of, like what we've been told our entire lives of you need to have a partner, you need right. to get married, you need to do this and this, this and this. And I'm like, no, I don't. Yeah. No, I don't. Can you believe this is kind of sidetracking, but not really. So Max and I accidentally had the sex talk the other night. <laughs> yeah, which was interesting. I was not expecting it, but I'm I almost... like that you said accidentally. Yeah, because. I don't know how it even turned into that. He was literally taking a shower and I was flossing my teeth. Oh, I was like, oh, so this is where this is going. But I was almost glad because then <laughs> you didn't have to look at each other. I, well, that and it was like <laughs> confession. <laughs> but also I didn't have like I didn't have time to overanalyze everything. Yeah. I was just like, all right, here's this. Yeah. So um, 
one of the things he said that he learned in school was that you shouldn't have sex unless you're married. And I was like, is that it? Seriously? They said that? He goes, yeah. I go, no. And I was like, oh my God, if my parents were in this room and they just heard me say that, yeah. they would have. Like, they would be Mary on Salt Lake City when her eyes went Her up. eyes, oh my God, would just like. When Heather was saying up, she wanted oh her daughters to date and have yeah. multiple partners. Yeah. And, yeah. But I was like, no, that's not a thing, Max. I go, you definitely want to like do it with somebody who you truly care for and they right. care for you. I go, because otherwise it's pointless. Right. Just don't talk to your mom. Um, <laughs> I said, but you, that's not, no, waiting, waiting until you're married isn't a thing. I go, you could choose not to get married. Right. You don't have to I get told, married. Do you know what I told my girls? Tell me. I told them that they're not allowed to have sex with someone unless that person has come, met our entire family, and we all love him. Okay. Because if they've that's not a bad idea, because I was like, if they that's more realistic. Yeah. If we all love him and give him the stamp of approval. Yeah. Then that's that's, you know, that's a good sign. Yeah. And if she let's actually let's rewind. If she even has someone that she would want to actually meet us. Mm -hmm. That's a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about Kennedy, right? Yeah. That's oh. <laughs> Christ, I'm I'm gonna tell her she has to wait till she's married. Uh. <laughs> oh man. But I think like so that whole like unlearning the traditions that we were taught is how our lives should be. Yes. God, yeah. it's so like they're so bonkers. Yeah, they're so bonkers. So I think that the whole acceptance thing, and I think too, another thing I want to say is that acceptance of so like I said, I've gained some weight throughout this and I'm heavier. Like the last time I was this heavy, I was growing a child inside of me. So there was that. But I just want to say that, like, I also have not felt so comfortable in my own skin. Yeah. At the same time. Well, you're content. You're confident. You're happy. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. I yeah. got a little extra cushion for the pushing. Right. No one's pushing, but it's fine. Uh <laughs> But I think that that also is like this key to it where I'm like, oh, if I wasn't forced to stay home for this long, I probably wouldn't have gained weight. But I'm like, it's OK. Like, I truly, truly feel like I love myself. Yeah. Well, that's huge. Yeah. I and didn't mean to make a pun. <laughs> that mean. and your ass are huge. <laughs> Your jazzies. What are they called? <laughs> jazzies. jazzies. Damn it. Although this I, girl can't remember her own brand. I am really warming up to jazzies, though. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I do like that. Your jazzy jeans are huge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I need them. Um, um, I don't I don't feel the contentment, happiness with my body right now, but that is just me, and I'm just very competitive with myself. I will say, too, that I think the older I get, yeah, that that yeah. also... I'm okay. I, I will it. say this. I will always be okay being 10 pounds heavier my entire life mm -hmm. if it means I get to live a life of my of like balance. Yeah. If it means I can vacation and eat things and drink. And don't get me wrong, guys. I will be drinking again. But I don't think you understand. I was drinking every single day. Yeah. One drink. Not yeah. drunk. Not like Miss Hannigan and Annie, but close to it. Um, <laughs> it was bad. 
So I'm just trying to cut back now, and I understand this isn't sustainable, but I will then go back into a moderate life of drinking maybe twice a week and not seven days a week. Yeah. Um, it's a lot for your body. Yeah, it was a lot. And and I know that I got that way in a very unhealthy way. So I am dialing back um, because this is not acceptable for me. But that's me. That's me. I'm attacking my body right now with (laughs) no alcohol. But anyways, um, oh my God, I think we've covered everything. Yeah. Well, and I also will say on an ending note, one Mm. of the best things about quarantine was our podcast, man. It really was great. I mean, I'm not saying listen, I'm not saying like we're the best. Like, I'm just saying like it was one of at at a time. It was my only job. Mm -hmm. Um, It was always an excuse to see Anna Mm -hmm. and to get in touch with Anna, which is fun. Um, I don't think I'll ever forget that there was a point. It was right when they announced that there was no more school. And I called Anna. I'll never forget this phone call. And I called her and I said, Anna, I know right now it seems like the worst time to do a podcast. But in a weird way, I feel like we need to because of that. And I feel like our listeners need it. And I just think we have to. And I remember Anna was like, I'm in a very bad place right now. And I will I will get back to you on this. Because she just was like going through, you know, the fury of realizing she is really a single mom, twenty almost twenty four hours a day right now. But um, I just won't forget that moment where I was like, "Oh, okay, maybe we won't do it," you know. Mm-hmm. And then I remember Anna being like, "I really don't want to do this, but you're right. Let's just do this." And there were days where, like, most of the day, I was crying, I was depressed, I was having anxiety attacks, I was having panic attacks. I was calling coworkers and my boss and friends and just crying all day and be and like you just got bad news all the time, especially for hairdressers. We just had no hope on some days of ever going back to work, ever being normal, trying to figure out how to catch up on clients, trying to figure out how to catch up financially. Like there was just so many days like that. And some of the only day on my worst days and I'm like, I can't fucking podcast this fucking shit. I'm not doing this. <laughs> and then we podcast and I was like, I felt so renewed. And right. I was like, that's what my soul needed. Yeah. So there were a lot of times where just having to do this podcast pulled me out of a dark place. Yeah, I completely agree. It was like free therapy. Yeah, it was. So I'm really appreciative that we had this platform throughout all of COVID Mm -hmm. to share our experiences and to be able to go through it with our listeners. You know, we did the live podcast on Instagram. We should do one of those. We should do one. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, Yeah, that would be. I'm. Yeah, we should do one soon. Um, But it just I I, I have to say and it made Anna and I closer Mm -hmm. and I feel like um, I don't know. I, I definitely feel like this podcast really helped me out during COVID. So, Same. Yeah. Same. And, and all of you guys listening, truly, I know I'm making fun of first time listeners and bitter listeners, <laughs> and, but really the fact that we have any listeners. Oh my God. Right. Is more than we could have ever asked. Because for. think about the times when we podcasted from our deep, dark places. I know. And we were like, <laughs> yeah, we're not okay. And the best part, well, not the best part because sorry, But the best part was people were like, oh, my God, me too. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. So many people could commiserate with us. Yeah. Feel validated because it was a time when there was absolutely no human interaction or connection. Mm -hmm. And the only connection people would have 
is listening to a podcast, listening to other people not dealing with their shit well. Yeah. And that's really what it came down to. Being human. Yeah. And it really helped me out. So I just have to thank all of our listeners. I mean, the fact that we're almost on two years of doing this I is know. berserko. <laughs> I can't believe that we're still doing this, but honest to God, I really have to say a major thank you to all of our listeners because this podcast really pulled me out of a dark place many times over COVID. Same, same. And really you pulled me out of a dark place. And you, and you, and you. Yeah. We did it. We were together and now we're going to be Jazzy jeans. Oh my God. (laughs) Jaxie. Jaxie. Damn it. Jaxie. I didn't even catch it that time. Jazzy Jaxie. Jax. Jack C. Jazz. Well, I, I mean, know. we'll working, figure working this out. title, working title, working title. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Always. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Please review and rate us on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you follow us on social media. I'm getting better about that. You are doing so well because really we fell off. Yeah. We also have a Twitter that we're still not using. Oh, yeah. And uh, a Gmail account. That you need to check. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I totally forgot. Do you I know totally they sent us a follow up like, hey, we want you guys on. No. Yeah. So you got I don't check that email. You got to tell me that. You I were like the email checker. I know. But now I have like 37 <laughs> accounts. I have to check every day. I'm like exhausted. Okay. Oh, my God. Anyway, sorry. Side note. Side note. We might be on Bravo soon. Oh, my God. Mic drop. I can't even handle yeah. it. Okay. All right. All right. We're going to talk about that now, right after I find my maternity jeans. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.